Hello and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. Ah, I'm Amy. And we are in the Victorian era. My husband has just had an untimely death, and you are all to speculate upon how that happened. Melissa? I hear he couldn't hold his arsenic. Michael? Why did I murder him and go to Australia because of my murder? Thomas? <laughs> you threw me off, man. <laughs> Thomas? You may want to check all of the drawers. He was into something you are unaware of. <gasps> we are a family of detectives going through his murder, and we're bringing you along for the ride. We're actually not going through his murder mm-hmm. um, because I didn't have anything else planned, but you missed we should do a murder We're bringing mystery. you along for the investigation. I did it, dang it. We can investigate Re-record. who killed my Australian accent. <laughs> wow. It went from like, governor? Well, technically, I wouldn't have had an Australian accent if I was getting shipped off to Australia. So, you know, True. there you go. Oh, perfect. So we're just going to wreck on all of that. Yep. That's not canon. <laughs> nope. It, it goes in so the So he wiki. definitely did the murder because he was trying to fake look he had an Australian accent. So it was him. And Australians didn't really exist back then? Yeah, Australia. Oh my gosh, Australia was not a thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know it's a thing. I tried. <sighs> did you know that America just oh. did both North and South? Crazy did not exist until like the 1300s. It just popped into existence. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure all of the original Native people who lived there for like tens of thousands of years prior to the Europeans showing up no. would. Beg to differ. Look, science has told us Christopher Columbus planted a bunch of seeds and it grew the ground and is perfect. Now we we made America. I mean, it was it was Yay. like one of those blow up dinosaurs. Like he just poured a little water on America and yeah, exactly. Okay, but how does that work? Because like if if it didn't exist, right? It had mm-hmm. to come from the ocean. So you're pouring water into the ocean, which is already water, in order to bring. No, it I guess it's different water. Yeah, it's different water. He missing. planted it in the water, and uh-huh. he just went. And then he jumped on real quick and went boom. And there's a classic retelling of this in the 2006 film Superman Returns, where Lex Luthor uses <laughs> kryptonite to make a new continent in the ocean for land to sell. So that's exactly the same thing I, that happened. Wow. I mean, they do that legit History. all the time. Like Dubai. Dubai. Heck, like, well, isn't uh, half of Chicago reclaimed land? Wasn't it all water? I mean, that's most of the u.s no i don't know anywhere in the swampy no ours is just claimed land there's a difference is that florida is going under <laughs> yes yes you know we what? can all agree at least something good's coming from climate change. <laughs> just something jeevil blessed to that well here's something <laughs> terrible that's happening i heard Uh-oh. i read an article and then i heard it on probably npr or something about the atlantic current i don't remember what it's called atlantic meridian current is in the beginning stages of collapse and they expect it to collapse in the next hundred years as early as 2025. And if that happens, England's going to get cold. And actually, it'll just mess up the weather for the world. Isn't that the starting plot of the day after tomorrow? The Atlantic, the transatlantic (laughs) current shuts down because of climate change. Yeah, and then an ice age. Yeah, except it happens in like three months instead of a hundred years, but. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened in about two hours, Missy. <laughs> you know what? 
I stand corrected. No, I think it was 48 hours because it was the day after tomorrow and tomorrow and then the day after. Yeah, so but it's the, a but minimum. The movie's only about two hours long. Well, all right. Let's think about this from a purely <laughs> scientific standpoint. At a minimum, okay. it was 24 okay, hours and two minutes later, right? Because it could have been 11.59, then tomorrow happened, and then the day after is 12.01. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Science. Science. <laughs> but but that movie does take place in multiple time zones across the entire globe. So you've now expanded the extent of which it could have taken place. In. No, everything happens in the same 24 hours, Missy. That science doesn't matter. Mike just proved it had to be more than 24 hours. 24 maybe. hours, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Give or minus like... Uh, 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 118 seconds. Okay, I mean... so things we've learned. Time isn't real. Australia wasn't real. What else isn't real? <laughs> America's only 700 years old as oh, yeah, the continent. America, yep. America's uh -huh. the continent. Mm -hmm. America's a blow-up inflatable the continent. They accidentally put the dinosaurs a little bit too far apart, and that's why there's like, you know, the, the Gulf, the Central America, because it's just a little oh. too stretchy. Oh, I see. And Mike went back in time and killed your past husband, Amy. So <gasps> we've learned all of the things today. <laughs> I Not didn't. my husband. It was Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Was Jerry. Oh, yeah. Convenient. Jerry just now enters the picture. How could you <laughs> forget me? I'm Jerry. <laughs> You're not supposed to exist. <laughs> I've been eating porridge for 40 oh. years. <laughs> oh, wow. Just 40? Why Jerry, 40? How old are you? I'm 84 years old. Oh, wow. wow. Pretty chipper, Jerry. In dog fried. years. <laughs> oh. That that's way too complicated math for me. Yeah. I don't so I don't do that. You mean don't nope. on a calculator right now? What is the equation for dog years? I think it's seven or is it eight? I don't I don't know. Eighteen. So you're only eighteen years old? Yeah, that is pretty wild. R right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which means that you've only been eating <laughs> porridge for six years straight. <laughs> it's, it's delicious. According to the American Veterinary Medical S Association, it's 15. I'm, I'm so oh my gosh. Which yes. science should we follow? Is There's a whole chart. Real too? No, no, no. The whole chart. Look, it's like 15 years for the first year of life. And then oh, year two, it's about eight, nine years. Four, and then after eight, that, four. each human year is so about seven, five years. I don't like it's that. It's complicated math, and we should <laughs> just stick to human years since we are the <laughs> dominant species. You know what I was thinking about this week? <laughs> I'm scared, but I, I want to know what you think about. Yeah, honestly, I was thinking the podcast needs a little spice in it. It needs some uh -oh. life okay. to it, right? Uh -oh. And yeah. what better way to make a pea pod, like the, the pea pod is little peas in a podcast. And basically what I'm saying is there's a new, on camera. Oh. There's a new <laughs> segment in town on the podcast. Cue the music. Plato, Socrates, Simone de Beauvoir, great thinkers throughout history who have answered the call of the questions. They fought with thought to be right, but they are dead, and questions are not. One family alone has the mental mantle to answer the difficult questions that plague society still. This is Modern Philosophical Debate. 
That's right, everybody. Welcome to the Claudio. brand new. Welcome to the shut up. Welcome to the brand new. The brand new podcast segment where it's called Modern Philosophical Debate. I am your host, Mike, who has been introduced earlier in the same podcast that we're doing now. But I am joined by three wonderful philosophical minds who are Why'd here hesitate on that <laughs> no reason no reason we're here oh. to answer a very tough philosophical question today and we have multiple layers for it so what i'm going to do and how this is going to work is i'm going to have a subject and uh one's one subject is basically going to have multiple questions to it and i'm going to go down each question and i just want your thoughts your input your debate because you're great philosophical minds okay is everybody ready for this Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Are we getting a warm-up question? No. The philosophical <laughs> topic for the day is, is it okay to bring this item into the bathroom? <laughs> the okay. answer is yes. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. So the first item would be a change of clothes just in case every time you use the bathroom. Well, it depends upon your bodily functions. And in which case you need a backup, then sure. I mean, I know a lot of females have extra changes of clothes in like their cabinets anyways, or yep. people with uteruses have extra changes of clothes. Uteri, if you will. Uteri, yes, uteri. A counterpoint, why not just keep a spare pair of clothing in the bathroom for mm. such emergencies? Interesting. Yeah. But I guess that also brings up another counterpoint. Is this to every bathroom you ever go in? So if you're out and about traveling, you just constantly have to have an extra change of clothes with you? Or is this just about your home base toilet? Do you not already keep extra clothing with you as you go out and about? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, that big backpack that I lug around isn't just for show. Missy's got <laughs> 12 cans of soup. She's, she's always she's, prepared. There's no reason why I always win the purse game. Got... I come prepared for any situation. <laughs> she's got an extra purse in the purse. Actually, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a purse inside of my here's, purse, inside of my backpack. It gets... It's it's like iffy, like the logistics of changing within a bathroom. Because what what do we quantify? We have to we have to define a bathroom. Would you consider a porta potty a bathroom? Therefore, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I ain't changing in that. You ain't ever been to the rent fair. I don't know if I want to bring my stuff into that. <laughs> Sometimes emergencies happen and you don't have a choice. That's true. That's is it better to true. walk around in germy clothing or uh, soiled I made clothing? Accident clothing. Maybe you, <laughs> you, you just em <laughs> embrace it and be like, "I had an accident." You're just <laughs> around. If you want people to leave you alone, <laughs> yeah, it could work. All right. Well, let's move on. That was that was our our warm up. We've got a, a couple more we're gonna get into. The next item is it okay to bring in the bathroom a scratch and sniff perfume? Fume sample. Of course. Yeah. Because if you need to like like scratch it and then like rub it on your your arms or your neck or wherever um, to make sure that you are revitalized and that's all you have, then sure, why not? You I think in my opinion, yourself up. It, it works. It there's nothing funnier than someone coming out smelling like a concoction of perfumes because then my brain immediately goes to they just took a massive dump and they're trying to cover it up like <laughs> i'm down for it this is a total yes for me i have no problem mm, interesting good philosophy all right now how about a disposable toilet seat cover when you are a guest in someone's home yeah, you it's don't know how they clean. Uh -huh. But yeah. also, I would say yes, but you also have to do it tactfully. 
the yeah, you don't want the crinkly mm-hmm. ones now that uh, are like. However, if you're prepared with a change of clothing already, you can have one of those inside with your change of clothing. And then when you were done going to the bathroom, you put it back in like a Ziploc bag, put that back in your bag. They'll never know. Now, that's interesting. Does it change if you have to show the host what you're doing? Basically, they know that you are walking in with a disposable toilet seat cover. If they already know, then what does it matter? Discretion's out the window. I, I think that would be a case where you could just chalk it up to be like, I'm a germaphobe, so sorry, it's nothing against you. Nothing against yeah, your disgusting that's... bathroom. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's the interesting point. Would some people take it like the wrong way? Like, what, my toilet seat's not good enough for your ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd just be like, my sister got herpes off of her friend's toilet, and I just can't <laughs> take that risk. Wow. I, I don't have herpes. I just want to clarify that. Do not have herpes. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, isn't it something like a really super high percentage of people have the virus in their system? Yeah, isn't it just... that what like lots of pimples or something? That's not the philosophy we are here to debate, okay? I don't know. We got on the topic of herpes. Let's keep talking. Y'all heard of gonosip of herpalase? That stuff's dangerous. I mean, chicken pox is part of the herpes family. So would you bring a Bluetooth speaker into a public restroom? Why not? You know, I feel like... In the public restroom, there's probably going to be noises you don't want to hear and no one else wants to hear either. So why not help, you know, make the environment a little less toxic for everyone, not just yourself? Okay, but here's the thing. Is it playing or are you just bringing it in? Oh, no, no. It's playing. Oh, okay. Does it, Can it be something of our choice or is it like... Well, what if it was playing a self-help audiobook? Now, this is funny. For the funny factor, way up there. For the philosophy factor. You never know. Public restrooms can be a really depressing place to be. And Mm. if you have someone who's already suffering from severe depression in a depressive environment, they might be going towards the end. And that self-help book could be the thing that pulls them back. You could be a fucking hero. That's true. But I think about how it's affecting other people. Because I feel like if I came in, and I know I'm putting a bunch of personal experience in this, but <laughs> if I came in Anyone has and I was experience. listening to someone, I just, I feel so sad, like sad adjacent that they're listening to a self-help book in the bathroom in front of everyone else. That could cause a lot of problems. Your life has meaning. You can do this. What if it was like a self-help book that was like how to have better bowel movements? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like there's a fundamental different experience for men versus women when using a bathroom. And I just think we should put it out there for the guys in the room that for a long time, the tampons that Amy and I used had inspirational quotes on them. Oh, yeah, they did. And it was like, you've got this. Seize the day. Yeah. You're powerful and stuff. And you're like, So on the female side, we're already used to having like something uplifting. Were they called you need to keep that in keep that in audio splice it i need that personally (laughs) Uh, sorry Sorry. i think that'll be our first i'm gonna leave it in but i will beep it yeah Mm -hmm. because sorry i think we've beeped something before but we're like that'd be funny if we beep it and nobody knows what we're talking about, and you, you just like noodles or something. I don't remember. <laughs> so next item on the philosophical. Oh, I'm not done with this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think there is, yeah, a Missy, <laughs> Missy brought in such an interesting point between the difference between how girls treat bathrooms versus guys treat bathrooms. And I think this gets into how women help each other versus men help each other. Only recently in the, the early 2000s have guys been more open to their emotions. So maybe, maybe it would not be a bad thing. Maybe it would be like someone hears that coming in and they decide, bro, are you okay? What's going on? Like, I feel like, I feel like I can see both things. <laughs> Someone being extremely sad, let's, adjacent, hearing let's, it. All right, let's play out this scenario real quick then, Tommy. Okay. I'm going to be person in bathroom. Yeah. You be Tommy. <laughs> you be Tommy. Okay. Legitimately, okay. legitimately, if they came in sad and they no, were no, in no, the no. stall. Okay, here we go. <laughs> My life's really hard. Let me just play some self-help. You have got this. Your life has meaning. You have purpose and the ability to make change. Bro, are you good right now? No, I'm not good. What's going on with you? Oh, well, now you're having a conversation with somebody in a bathroom stall. Absolutely. I think they need that's help. Okay, Michael. Mm, no, I think that, <laughs> that is breaks okay. the cardinal bathroom yeah, rule. This, see, this mm -hmm. is interesting because bringing in a conversation to the bathroom is out of line, but bringing in a self help. Yeah, but that again races. must be a guy's bathroom rule versus a girl's <laughs> yeah. bathroom rule because we the, have conversations with strangers. The most supportive you will ever feel is at a female bathroom at a bar in the evening because everyone's like girl you got this you you're wonderful you're stupendous and like i just met her two seconds ago and everybody's mm -hmm. hyping everybody up we're having full-blown conversations yeah, where did you get those shoes i love your outfit oh yeah dimp his ass like you don't deserve him like <laughs> like they're checking in on each other's like, well-being they're looking yeah. like do you have toilet paper mm. hanging on you is your skirt like hiked up do i need to help you straighten it oh you have a supportive yeah. yeah it is so insane really there's just like a massive gender divide between this philosophical yeah. question that we have discovered mm -hmm. definitely not on purpose thoughts. i did not think it was gonna turn into thoughts <laughs> and this could get into some philosophical whatever as well mm -hmm. how do we how feel about we gender neutral bathrooms like any gender can come into this bathroom why it, why oh. isn't every bathroom stall just single stall and then you just have a That's shared what I wash don't space? Understand. You know, yes, I don't exactly. understand that either. Because it, then I think if we had a gender neutral bathroom for everything, first of all, the audiobook would be really awkward at that point. Yes, but at the same time, maybe the the females will help the males open up. Maybe they'll exactly. get supported. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it'll help bridge mm. those two gaps. I think but, this but but wait, no, shut up. But if we're going to do that, we got to make the gap in between the door and the stall not like five feet apart and like zero. That's a very American thing. Closed yeah. off spaces. Yeah. Yes. So you feel more private. So how do you yeah. guys feel about a bowl of cereal? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Nope. <coughs> no food in the bathroom. Is this a question you're asking someone in the bathroom or is it bringing food into the no, bathroom? No. Is this an item that you can take into the bathroom? A bowl I don't want to take the bait. Okay. I don't right. I don't like the idea of food in a bathroom. I don't personally. think it's a great idea. However, if somebody else wants to do it, I have no problem with it. Tommy, what does okay, he have you, you, you in the bathroom? I think the question, bro, are you all right? 
is gonna come out when I see someone <laughs> just, doing a bowl of cereal. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think there's a difference between a public, public restroom yeah. and like a you know at home restaurants or restroom. Jeez. Sometimes yeah. you know you gotta preempt a long one. Well, so. what's the di- what's the difference then? But if you are going into your home bathroom to take care of whatever bathroom business that you need to, are you gonna bring in some popped rice in there and just munch down on it? No. First of all, no, because popped rice is disgusting. But I don't know. I think like, it's not okay to bring into a public bathroom. Like if, not, when we're yeah, talking about the idea, you of don't mood want other people's germs yes. on you. Like you that's don't the... know what all is floating around in there. Well, that's interesting. Would you bring in a commissioned art piece you're working on for a client? It de- it depends. Now, see, Am I running late? We're gonna bring in the funny factor again. Is it? <laughs> What's the medium though, right? Like, is it is it marble or stone or metal? Because those I can easily wash off. So I'm really not. It's a wedding about cake. It. If it's canvas, <laughs> if it's a wedding cake, yeah, yeah. I'm probably not going to bring that in. But then again, there's also probably going to be rules about oh, uh, you can't bring that thing into the bathroom. Mm. So. How about a library book? If it's in my b- backpack, sure, but not like I'm not going to freehand a book in the bathroom. Interesting. Unless it's okay, that's not true. If it was my own home and I was reading and I didn't want to stop reading, then 100% I would still be reading. Totally. But I'm not going to bring like a, a book in a public bathroom. Uh, the subject is library book. You know? And that that someone else can get their hands on it. So that's no. Here's the thing to remember, though, when you are handling a library book, please make sure you're not like putting it in your purse or like <laughs> leaving it on your counter or your table or in bed or whatever, because you don't know where else that book has been. So just make sure you wash your hands after handling it. Basically wear gloves and hold it straight yeah. in front of you whenever you're <laughs> handling a library book. This is why digital library books are the best. Book. Just when you're going to read in the bathroom, disposable seat cover and gloves. All right. <laughs> I'm not saying don't use it. I'm saying be careful where you put it. Right. Like, would yeah, you put yeah, your yeah. shoes in bed? No, because you know where your shoes have been. And that library book has been all the same places. So, you know, it wasn't until the pandemic that I realized how gross library books were. Because like, why? the li- Oh, the library's closed. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. And I, I couldn't. I was like, oh, I don't like how the many, idea of borrowing a physical book from the library how many, anymore. How many of those books do you think have physically been in a bathroom? Mm. Probably too many. many of them. Like, give me a give me a, throw me out a percentage. 66. Ha- 38%. Okay, all right. 69. Yeah. These how are many <laughs> of those books, though, do you think used to be like bathroom books in someone's house before mm-hmm. they moved yep. and then I, donated yeah. them? Oh, I didn't even how think do you about cl- that. Okay. This is a philosophical question. How do you clean a book? Windex. Fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> None. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, both. Okay. Good job. What? Man. 451 degrees of purity. Mm. <laughs> yeah, topical, because we're talking about book burnings. Would you... Fahrenheit 450. Yes, okay. Would you bring in... No, I, I got it. Balloons that you have to inflate for a party you are about to throw. Yeah, sure. Who cares? Yeah, I'm... How am I having to well, inflate them? Okay, that's true. That is true. And are they already... Okay, well, I'm not opening the package, then it's fine. Yeah. If it's uh, like indivi- if I have like a handful of individual balloons, <laughs> I'm like I gotta pee. I'm not gonna bring those into the bathroom with me. Okay, since you're since okay, here's here's this is only for me. This is the funny factor, and it's gonna be called FF. All right, and then I'm gonna rate if something's funny to me, and you're asking me a, a philosophical question, I'm gonna rate this on the FF scale. All right, 
And this one, someone blowing balloons with their own mouth in a bathroom. A five being like, that's kind of funny. Ten being like, that's hilarious. This is like a six. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's got a six FF. Got it. It's got a six. Yeah, but are you are you blowing up the balloons in the bathroom or just bringing them in that you have to blow a plate? Or? See, the thing is, is if you have to blow them with your mouth, that it makes it more disgusting, therefore less funny. But if you brought in an air compressor, that's a definite eight on the FF scale. <laughs> So every time you burn, yeah, every time you get to go, food. you just see it in the stall, just like a oh, there's a red one. Oh, well, that one says happy birthday. So I have blown up balloons in a public bathroom, but okay. we we used a uh, a helium, a little one of those little portable helium tanks. So. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Would you bring a phone call with a grandparent into the bathroom? I have. <laughs> Um, I've also gone to the bathroom mm. on the phone with every single one of you. So yeah, same, same. I was on the in the bathroom on the phone with you last week, Missy. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> there we go. Because <laughs> I was just like, yeah, she won't care. Not, I have to pee. I have to pee. That's what the personal? mute buttons for. These are these are we gotta we gotta narrow okay, down the situation. Public, public, no. Because I'm too worried about. I just gotta get this done. I don't want anyone else to hear it. <laughs> Now, would it be different if it was a video call with a grandparent? I don't do video calls. I would go into the bathroom, I but was... I wouldn't go to the bathroom. You wouldn't like what I do is close I'd, phone I'd... it and be like, hi, hi, grandma. I'd close phone it, it or put it straight on the floor yeah. and look over. Right <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Or you can, like, no. you're holding it and you accidentally hit the button that turns the camera off. You'd be like, something, what's mm. happening? Something's wrong. Then you mute and you pee and you mm. stop peeing because they ask you a question. You're like, I- I'm not sure. I'm still figuring this out. And then you mute again <laughs> and you finish peeing. Yeah, there's there's ways to finagle it. And then you'd be like, oh, oh. Can you, is it working? Can you see me now? Perfect. After you're all done. Well, I have one last question for you. Oh, Nothing boy. Related, I hope. Would you bring into the bathroom a cat that was sitting on your lap in the living room and you didn't want to get up, but you had to numero dose and it's probably winter and you can't afford heat. And boy, oh boy, that cat sure is a little heater box for your icy thigh tops. And it could act as a living blanket for your constitutional duties. Yeah, 100%. 100%. This is without question. This, this Tommy, how sounds, are you not? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's a debate. He's this got a kinda, debate. This kind of sounds like it's a little personal. And <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. I've, I've said nothing personal here. Hey, Tommy. And uh, yeah. Have you brought Gillian in the bathroom while you pooped? Absolutely. But we've pooped together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the bathroom the other night and I didn't turn the light on because I was like, it doesn't matter. So I started going to the bathroom and I hear a noise and I freak out. I turn my phone light on and there's Gillian just in the litter box. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey, friend. Was he going potty or was he just like chilling no, in he's, there? No, he was going potty. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I see. We meet again. I think in this case, you got to have a little living organism right there to warm you up you know you got no heat you all are keeping each other warm like those are okay. your war bonding stories here's You're my look real at the question cat and the cat's gonna look at you and you know exactly how each other feel but would the cat actually stay on your lap that's the real question because i feel like the second you moved off the couch because you had to go to the bathroom the cat would be like bye and then dart away wait but if there's no heat that cat also wants heat from you so mm-hmm. if you are offering skin-to-skin contact for heat yeah, he's gonna think about it. for like half a second and be like okay i begrudgingly agree to this true ask yeah. me how i know <laughs> yes but 
but your cats would just t- sit where your seat was because it was still warm for me. That's butt. true. No, I, I used to do that with Midnight. Oh. Well, I apologize to all the cat lovers out there and the bathroom haters. This has probably been a terrible episode for you, and you've most likely switched off. So welcome, <laughs> everybody else that stayed back. Thank you for joining us with our modern-day philosophers, and we are glad that you could join us in modern philosophical debate. Uh, yeah, I don't have an outro or anything. Oh, God, you're not, you didn't come prepared? Damn. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Just kidding. That's Seriously a whole more. philosophical debate in and of itself. Ooh, I'm going to get kicked. What's the word for sibling side? It's not sibling side, but you do have fratricide and crap. What's the word for killing a sister? That's what I want to know. <laughs> fratricide <laughs> is when you kill your brother. Sor sorosside? Sorosside. 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 I got a sorosside. Amy's dead. That's basically (laughs) (laughs) Mike killed her husband and then her. (laughs) Oh, call that. It was me, Jeremy, not Mike. (laughs) I thought it was Jerry. Jerry. Jeremy. (laughs) Every time he gets shipped off, he comes crawling right back. (laughs) <laughs> Who let that guy out of Prison Island? Jerry. 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 <laughs> Where did all of our singular <laughs> brain cells just our go? Our brain cells united and then like looked up into the sky. And in the sky, it was the three beams coming together to make one. And we all said, Joey. This is where my creative brain goes half the time. That's why I can't what create music. <laughs> What's the show, guys? I don't know. What's the um, show we were um, all just um, quoting? Um, 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 I didn't um, know we were quoting a show. Disenchantment. Were we? Disenchantment. That's the one. Oh. Joey. Oh. <laughs> I read an article that that's getting a fifth and final season. I only watched the first two. <sighs> I watched the first few episodes. I was like, this ain't for me. Uh-oh. You know what isn't I for anybody? I think the first season's the best. But... What? What? Oh. Yep. What, is, what isn't for anybody? Marvel's Secret Invasion. Oh, do you watch that? Watch that. I watched I it. Okay, all I right, promise all right. I will watch it. Ladies, no, don't. Definitely meet yourself. No, Mike because and I. This is a I Mike f- and I podcast. No, I feel like I need to watch things, <laughs> even if I know they're gonna suck, just because I can't just watch things because I'm gonna like them, right? No. For the sake of the podcast, at least. No. If you want to discuss it for the podcast, sure. But yeah, this I, is do. Going I do. I do want to like, discuss it for a there podcast. There is going to be no one's gonna have a different take. I think. Everyone, you know. no, everyone I is know. just gonna hey, hate it. Hey guys, um, how did you guys feel about the movie The Eternals? I thought it was, Listen, it was a great different. movie. I loved you so much. That's different. I loved it too. You two did because Boys I can understand like where people it. are coming from when they like that movie. Mm-hmm. But this TV show, uh-huh. if somebody says my favorite Marvel thing <laughs> ever created was Secret Invasion, they are a psychopath and they need to go to a hospital immediately. Well, now I have to watch it. <laughs> Not only is it a bad TV show, ooh, spoilers, it, <laughs> it used AI art in its intro and then became even more controversial. And oh, it, it yeah. only cost $212 million to film six episodes. Which is almost the budget of Barbie and Oppenheimer combined. I mean, that was a little Holy. bit more. 
Yeah, that's about 160 million or something like that. 170 or sorry, 270 that's... million. So yeah, you're 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 within like 60 to 70 million dollars of two gigantic blockbuster wow. summer films. Yeah, they didn't. The flop. thing is. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, do you care about spoilers? No, because I don't care. It? Okay, Missy. Just for a teeny bit, can I mute you to give like yes. a little bit of headline? I'm gonna All go right. to the bathroom. This is okay. perfect. Okay. What should I'm I take into the bathroom with me, guys? You should take your recording equipment. No, wait, we've already done this thing. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> it has the potential to be one of the best things ever created by Marvel. I mean, just the idea of scrolls, right? Shape shifting into anyone. That's all you need. That is such an interesting concept already. And somehow they never use that that ever. Oh, no, ever. They, they use that shape-shifting ability to have one of the worst character arcs I've ever seen. Yeah. So to, to give like, really briefly, Sam Jackson's character, Nick Fury, basically they start off and be like, he's a weak old man and he can't do anything. And you're like, wait, what? And that's the that's his character arc through the whole show is how weak he is and yeah. how pathetic he is. And you're like, this is not the Nick Fury that, like, we met before. And he's like, well, the blip really affected me. In the very last episode, Nick is going to a nuclear power plant where the Skrulls, or it's an old nuclear power plant where the Skrulls hang out because they can withstand radiation. And so he gets there and he gives the big bad guy a vial that contains the DNA for, like, every major superhero or villain that's ever been in the Marvel universe and the mm -hmm. big bad uses a machine to combine all these DNAs into themselves. But what you find out is Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury. Nick Fury was a scroll. And the, it was somebody that you knew in the show. But the big problem that they did is that they gave like the real emotional weight to the, the conversation between the big bad and Nick Fury at that moment. And you're like, oh, now I understand each character and why they did it and how they're doing it. But then you find out it's a different character. So it means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's total garbage. And then they both become the most powerful beings in the Marvel's and literally yeah. ever. They've got all <laughs> the powers, all of them, like every power. Like they can shoot Groot arms and then they have lasers coming out of their eye and they got Hulk strength and they got Thanos blood and they're like everything. Right. And then after like a five minute crappy CG battle, Amelia Clark, her character just wins by like shooting a laser through somebody's stomach. And now she's the most powerful being in Marvel. It's garbage. All they all they had to do, the the idea of a scroll is so interesting and it makes for a spy thriller mm -hmm. so much fun. And the idea that you can take part of their memory as well. It's like this whole this whole entire spy thriller thing that right there is all you needed. You didn't need any like, yeah, you could have gone like bad guy. You didn't need any of that. All you need is the scrolls need a home and they have the ability to shapeshift. Boom. Right there. They, they kind of, the of had concept. something like the, the president didn't know who to trust. So Nick Fury's trying to convince the president, like, you got to trust me. And that could have been the entire show right there. It's like, I don't know yep. who to trust. And Nick Fury's like, trust me. This is, you have to, I'm not a shapeshifter, blah, blah, blah. And you could have had small details and tension, but no. No, no, no. So was Nick Fury in technically in the show at all? Yes, yes he, he was. It was just for that final scene. Yeah. Do you know what? Oh, okay. he, in the final episode, he didn't really do anything besides talk to his <gasps> spoilers just... wife, who's a scroll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was kind of. Yeah. Just... You find out you're just like, oh, he's a wife. I guess this kind of makes sense. Maybe. But like at the same time, it's just like, eh. 
the thing is they had so many elements of like this seems like something nick fury would do like collecting the dna of every avenger that makes total sense of, mm-hmm. to me that's a nick fury thing but then they don't they just are like oh yeah th- it happened this is what happened he already collected the blood of every avenger and now we're not going to utilize it in any creative way whatsoever you want to know just what's a bargaining chip also really then, stupid plot hole sorry yeah Go for it. So no human could get near this old nuclear reactor because of all the radiation, except for all the humans they've had captured there for months on end who then the yep. scrolls take their identities and they're all totally fine. And they walk right out. It's it's just like, it's it is such bad. Terrible. It's bad terrible writing, writing, bad plot hole. But I think, and we can discuss this briefly later on when I rant about this again. I think that they had something else going on. And then the reason why the budget ballooned is because they had a bunch of reshoots. I'm assuming they pretty much scrapped whatever they originally had and redid half of the the stuff and then just edited it together to put it on Disney. I can't figure out why. Yeah. Ty, do you remember when we were watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we were like, wow, this is kind of terrible, but I'm like at least sort of into it? Yeah. Remember how we thought that was like the worst Marvel was going to get? And okay, well, here's here's the interesting <laughs> thing. How far about, it's fallen. Here, I'm going to unmute Missy now. Missy, we're going to talk about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. briefly. Have you seen that or do you care about it? No. I okay. It was on my list of things I wanted to watch and then it went off of Netflix. And so I was like, uh, I can... I'll never see it. And I totally forgot it was on Disney. So I got to watch that too. Amy made this comparison. She said, she said, remember how we were watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we thought that was the worst thing Marvel ever ever did. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to say this is one of the worst things they've ever done. Secret Invasion. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had such a redeeming character quality to it because like the 100, although the 100 is not solid, it's just one of those things where you see characters change and at least they're changing in ways that keeps the show interesting. Are they fighting basically the same bad guy? Yeah, but I'm here for like the will they won't they character changes. And there's like n- none of that in Secret Invasion and it's not. There's nothing to captivate no. you and keep you there's wanting to, to come back for me. more. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel like every episode was the opposite. It was like it made me want to watch it less. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, Ugh. interesting. Like, yeah. I scoffed so many times out loud. Yeah. Now, that being said, y'all should watch Guardians because I have a lot of things to say about that. Yeah, eventually. Is it on Disney yet? Yep. All oh. right. Well, well I love that we were like, yeah. Yep. Yep. We don't need to talk yep. about it. Yep. Yep. I understand. Okay. I. Every time. Yep. Totally won't watch it's, that it's... new Star Wars show, Mandalorian season three. I watched it all. <laughs> it's. it's I have one episode left. I guess I'm. The way you guys are about Star Wars. I am about Marvel because I think I it like I just grew up with it in a time where I connected to it more than I did connect to Star Wars. So as soon as bad Star Wars came out, I'm like, yeah, it's easy to quit. I don't want to watch. And I, I just haven't been watching anything Star Wars related yeah, except but, for like Andor because everyone raved about it. I think that's the opposite for me because I've watched all the bad Star Wars. I've watched almost all the bad Marvel and I hate myself for it. <laughs> I, I'm like, this is a waste of time. Uh, the thing is, I'm just like, I'm getting more selective, I guess, with a lot of things. I am chasing the dragon. I will catch that dragon. The dragon will be caught and it will be mine and I will have it. <laughs> I love Rygoth. That's me. 
That's perfect. <laughs> Although I feel I, like all of us at this point, at this point, I won't spend theater money on it. I won't spend extra. I, money. I think I agree. Yeah, I totally agree there. It's that whole death of the theater thing. It's like I know these movies aren't going to be good, so I'm just why spend the money on it? Why yeah. spend money on on any of Disney's movies? But I can just like pay a yearly subscription to see them from my own home, and then we can make fun of it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like that sounds awesome. I think we're more making fun of ourselves at this point. Yes, yes. Yeah. anybody who's listened to us is like, God, shut up and go back to the bathroom talk. Like, please. <laughs> we were at ten audience members, and then we started the bathroom talk, and then somehow an eleventh one joined, and then he left immediately, and we went down to four, and then Marvel happened, and now we're at one. Yeah. Thank you, one viewer. <laughs> you are why we are Hi, it's uncle. Probably editing. Oh, uncle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, but why also yes, the editing. Oh, because he thinks we're funny sometimes. Which is I'll nice. Take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Somebody, I need the confidence. Somebody has to think I'm funny. Please. I get scared. Sometimes I realize I've been talking too much when I tab back into my Cubase thing and I see, wow, there's a lot of waveforms here and there's not a lot of cuts. I'm so sorry, Amy. <laughs> yeah. The, the wonders of editing your audio never cease to amaze me. Mm. Uh, so on a totally, you, completely different you, subject... Missy, why are you not in the same place that you normally record from? What's going on with that? Because I did a thing. Uh Uh-oh. And my living room is not ready for me to be in it. Are you on the run because you murdered somebody and there's blood splatter in that old apartment and yeah, are now in a new place in Chicago? Are you in Chicago? Very, you nailed it. I, I don't know how it was me dropping Chicago earlier in the conversation about figured. land reclamation. <sighs> you got to cover your tracks better, Missy. Come on. I know. Also, so, you probably shouldn't talk about <laughs> killing people on the podcast in general. But I don't know. You know. It's a creative Wasn't there like three weeks sometimes? ago where we were all talking about Missy's murderous intent via her journal? <laughs> yes. Was, yes I, we were. I mean, was I on that one? Yes, you were. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about how you're a serial killer. I think that one's titled. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Walt Disney said it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great. Title. Yeah, it is. Like, Walt That's Disney himself title. personally gave me permission. Oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I watched. I'd listen to that podcast. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> <laughs> it says, you were on that you podcast on it <laughs> i know so liam challenged me to come out of this summer better than i had gone into it Ooh. and my life had definitely gotten into quite a rut and i was kind of stagnant right like nothing was moving nothing was gonna get better and I was just in a really bad place and bad environment and whatnot so I moved and I'm in a new apartment Mm. wait you did Uh uh-huh here's evidence I didn't have that before I still think (laughs) she killed somebody are you over there okay 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 let's let's go into this a little bit wait I'm so shocked right now uh after I visited you guys I came home walked into the apartment and went I hate it here. I hate this place so much. And Liam and I have been talking about moving next year, and we really hated that apartment. Mm. I know Liam was probably not looking forward to coming back to that place. And there's just like, 
I was never going to change living there. I needed to shake things up and be in a new environment. So came home. Then I, I was like awake all night. The whole night I got back from, from North Carolina. I get home till like 1130 at night. I think I got maybe two hours of sleep. The next day I get up. I go apartment hunting. I found this place. I got approved within like five or six days. And then I moved in like a week and a half ago. Nice. So, well, he just kept you. all his silent. Yeah. I I did. Oh, yeah. I'm but so she, angry, is, but so happy. Is, yeah, this is something a Gilgan <laughs> would totally do. I don't swear. Oh, yeah, any, and Liam doesn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I figured. He's not going to find out until I go out to see him and I'd be like, <laughs> Liam is going to plan a surprise oh, trip home. <laughs> and he's just he's going to walk he in could. the apartment and be like, what? <laughs> what? It's going to be really hard when he doesn't have his keys to get in there. Oh, he'll break in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It wouldn't be that teaches, hard. Right? The kitchen window didn't shut in that place. So, oh, there's so, like a one inch gap. Where's the new place? What's the address? What's your social? <laughs> <laughs> but this, this has been part of my project for doing things differently. I still have a lot of work to do around here because I haven't been feeling great in the middle of all this. And then. Work has just been insane because of that big project that we had to do over the last week. So I haven't really gotten a lot done, but I like it here better. I have already like started walking. You can beep this part. I've been. So I already know my mental health has gone up. Mm. <laughs> Don't shift that. Wow. Definitely cut that. No, Aaron, um, you're fine. Big leaps. Just yeah. Yeah, I've been. Beep. Oh my gosh, that must have been terrible. Yeah, All right, let's do some reactions real quick, Missy. You what? really wow. should not oh, wow. have admitted Missy, that. You, I, we're definitely gonna have to bleep that. I, I mean, oh, guys, this oh is part God. of the new me. I've got to speak to you, so. <laughs> Missy. They were a person. <laughs> yeah, emphasis on the word were. Oh. oh my goodness. So Daddy it, Disney, don't listen to this. <laughs> Daddy Disney said it was okay. This is like kind of uh because you moved, it's and you're out of like here, let me try to gather my words. <laughs> Cause it's gonna be rough. Tommy? You were in a certain shut up. You were in a certain, like, terrible mental headspace when you mm -hmm. were in your previous apartment. Yeah. Therefore, it's, like, very symbolic that since you're moving into a new apartment, it's a new apartment, new you, and mm -hmm. you're not, like, it's kind of like a metaphor. Like, you're not carrying your baggage with you, essentially. Yeah, you're leaving exactly. everything there behind. Exactly. Do you feel I that? Tried to, I do. I 100% feel like I, I left a lot of that just stress and rut behind. Mm. Like, I've gone for a walk every day. And mm. so in the old place, I had blackout curtains in my bedroom. I have not put those up here, which has turned me into a morning person. I didn't know that the easy way to switch from a not morning person to a morning person was just don't block the sunshine. Yeah. Um, not so true. I've been, I've been getting I still up. am like, close those peepers as tight as they can go. I've been, well, oh yeah, coffee. That was the first box that I unboxed, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I put stars all over the box so I would know it's in here. Yeah, no, I I haven't put up the curtains. And so the natural sunlight has been coming in. And so I wake up thinking, oh, it must be, you know, like 10 or 11. And it's like 6.30 or 7 in the morning. And oh, wow. I feel sort of rested. I mean, not 100%. You know, I try to go back to sleep for a little while, but I think the latest I've slept in was like maybe 10, maybe. Wow. Maybe. 
Damn. Like I got up one morning before work and cleaned my car out. Who are you? Right. Well, you well, you introduced her earlier in the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but this is new me. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of the things are, are that, you know, like that the honeymoon phase and they're not going to necessarily be a permanent everyday aspect of who I am, but just getting stuff done. Why not? Make them a permanent aspect. Well, I have to see what what works for me, right? Like in a permanent way. Like is all of this sustainable? When Liam comes home, what kind of things will he and I do as part of our new routine? Here's the beautiful part, Missy. All you have to do when Liam comes home is just start yelling at him commands and he'll be like, okay, whatever, I'll do it. I'm sorry, I'll actually <laughs> straighten up and he'll be like, yes, drill mom and sir. <laughs> mom and <laughs> Yeah, me. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, and both of his drill, drill sergeant. sergeants. I think it's drill, drill instructors. Two main people in charge of his company, I guess, are, are both female. So he's used to getting yelled at by women. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's going to be the rest of his life. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you. Oh, my God. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah. Very, very excited. Yeah, that's for awesome. Him. We'll ask you more personal questions later, not on the podcast. It's all good. Like your financial records, your social security. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I left all that behind, too. Oh, okay. Good. Starting fresh for real. Starting fresh. (laughs) New identity. New me. I kind of had to after you know the they stealing identity. No, we don't steal. We don't steal. You permanently acquire. We become. become. (laughs) I am not Missy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it made it really easy not having to sign a lease or anything. You just become. Oh my! Oh. And the lore continues. Well, on that happy note, I think we're going to end it for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate you listening to our shenanigans, and we would love to hear from you. And we would love for you to wish your congratulations to Missy in her new home. You can reach us at Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or you can reach us over on our website, which is 1L2NProductions.com, and all of our socials are 1L2NProductions. And if you like what we're doing and you want to help support the cause of chaos, you can head on over to our Patreon. And the last word of the day goes to... I rolled the wrong die. No. Oh, it didn't land Wait. Amy at all. No, it sudden... landed Liam. It landed Liam. And I'm like, I don't think he can really do the last word of the day. You know what we could do? It would be funny. We could Dead take all of his yo's and put it into a vocoder <laughs> and make a yo 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 yo. All right, you do that and then that's his last word of the no, day. No, it's too much work. His, <laughs> his yo's are almost always the yeah. same tone though. Well, well, he'll be a so it just beat. be yo 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 yo. Yeah, yeah. hit me with that jam. Yo. Yeah. Mm. That's a good sub bass. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, yeah, it's right. I roll. It's new roll. It's, I'm, take it I'm away. Hit you with another philosophical question. All right, and this one isn't related to bathroom. When is the appropriate time to stop talking about your baby's age in weeks and then in months? <laughs>